Gal Pal Nation. Are you ready for football? It's time for some two-a-days, where each NFL team is broken down by experts to get you ready for game day. Everything you need to know and a few tips to impress the pickiest of football fans. Now, your host, the sports gal pal herself, Ramona Rice. Hey, Gal Pal Nation. Welcome to another one of my two-a-days where we break down the NFL team by team. And in my humble opinion, and it is the only one that matters besides my guest, this is the best NFL team we could possibly preview because it's my favorite NFL team. It's time to fly, Eagles fly, with Mark from Next Fan Up. Welcome to Sports Gal Pal. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me, Ramona. Uh, It's great to be here. Yes, and I am super excited to talk all things Eagles, so let's get right to it. I think that besides um, undeflated balls in New England, everybody's been talking about what in the world is Chip Kelly doing? I agree. No, it's been an awesome offseason, obviously some major risks, but I really think he has a plan. I think he's doing the right things. I think we're going to be a lot stronger this year. I am very nervous. I'll be perfectly honest. I think I'm knowing those cautiously. Like, I really hope he's he knows what he's doing now that he has full reins of controls because I do not really recognize anybody anymore on the <laughs> offense or really defense. I'm like, what in the world? All my jerseys are out of place. I got to get new ones now. I'm like, what's going on? Who makes you the most nervous? Are you most nervous about Bradford or are you most nervous yeah. about DeMarco Murray? Oh, yeah. No. So tell me about what do you think? Yeah, no, quarter, quarterback definitely because, again, you know, Sam Bradford, unfortunately, has not had really a full season. Um, I've heard the terms glass knees. He has knees like Geno Smith has a jaw. So, you know, <laughs> you know so I'm very nervous about that. I really hope he keeps it together. I think if he does, he's a marked change from Foles and Sanchez. I think Sanchez isn't bad. I'm really glad to have him there as our backup. I think he's going to do a great job. He can win us half of the games. He did it last year, and I think he will only get better. But I think what we're seeing in training camp, at least I I have not been to a training camp. I live in California. What I'm reading from all of the beat writers who are there daily is that Bradford looks a lot more accurate. He's got a much bigger arm. There's a reason that he was the first overall pick in the draft. And as long as those glass knees, as you call them, stay together, I think we're going to have a great season. I think we will be able to take the division. I would be that bold to say. Uh, as long as Bradford is healthy and as long as DeMarco and um, Matthews can really run behind that line. Uh, the other thing that really concerns me, right, is the two guard positions. Um, we have Alan Barbary starting on the left guard position, but who is going to take over that right guard position? Um, yeah, I'm excited for these preseason games. I think that's really going to tell us a lot about how that's playing. Yeah, it's just, it's so different. It, it's just so different from the Eagles football that I've grown to love. So what are you most excited about this year as we go in? Are you... You know, what do you think? Is it going to be the offense or the defense? What are you looking at as well, we start you can, preseason you can, games? You can't, you can't do anything but look at the offense. That's what Chip Kelly's known for. Um, high speed, high tempo. I'm looking to see a ton of snaps. I'm looking to see what the running backs are really going to do. I'm curious to see how he's going to utilize the wide receivers that we've gotten in. And then I'm also curious about these kind of key defensive positions that he's kind of filled. Um, he's made some interesting trades, trades that you're not really like going, huh? But now that it's all starting to come together, it kind of makes sense, but I'm still not sure. Yeah, well, I really like Kiko Alonso. That's a great pickup. I mean, I don't know if it's worth one of the best running backs in the league to pick up an inside linebacker, but getting Kiko Alonso, I think, will help that inside of the linebacking core, especially it's so strange when we hear people thinking they're going to move Michael Kendricks and trade him. I think really what happened last year is that 
Chip saw he needs to have depth at those inside linebacker positions. If Kendricks is going to be easily hurt and D'Amico Ryans can pop a an Achilles on an interception, he's going to need some people back there for depth. I think that's why he drafted Hicks, and it's why he brought in Kiko. I don't see Kendricks going anywhere. I think he likes having a deep stable of inside linebackers who can do the job and who can cover sideline to sideline, especially as we face some of these line, uh, the tight ends of this era. And then – um, I think on the backfield, in the secondary, I really like Byron Maxwell. I think he's going to be by far the best cornerback we've had in years. And then the rest is up in the air, right? I thought Malcolm Jenkins did a lot last year. I thought he was fine um, at the, we won't call it, I, traditionally the strong safety position. I know they alternate on this team. They alternate. It's really not uh, set. But let's say the, you know, the uh, from facing the defensive side, the right uh, straight safety position. On the other side, we had Allen last year, who was really not getting the job done. Now we have Walter Thurman coming in. I think he can do it, but he's a cornerback. So can he be physical enough to play safety? Will he come down and make the hits when he needs to? He obviously won't have to hit DeMarco Murray, which is what might be the most frightening thing to do anymore. Now he has DeMarco Murray on his side, but can he come down and stop somebody in the box if he needs to? And then that corner spot, so sad for Boykin to be traded, and then we lose Ja'Cory Shepard right away. Um, do you have any thoughts on who you'd like to see in that nickel spot? Um, are you, do you think we're thin at cornerback? How do you feel where we are at this you know, at this place? I don't know. To be honest with you, I really – I'm just kind of like – I'm just holding my breath because I just feel like, again, he's got some good pieces, but I don't know if it's a fully utilized Chip Kelly team. I feel like he's going to need another two years of good draft choices and good trades to get the people in he really wants. But are the Philly fan base going to give him time to do that? And is the, you know, owner is going to give him time to do that? That's going to be the big question because I think we've all kind of waited with bated breath going, okay, we waited so long with Andy Reid and we almost got there and we got so close, so close, so close, uh, you know, and, and we just couldn't get over that hump. And I'm kind of waiting for that for Chip. I just don't want to see us regress back even further. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's amazing he took that 4-12 and team and he went for 10 wins in his first two seasons. Truly, truly remarkable. But it did give us the feeling at the end of last season that we were stalling, I felt. It felt like he was getting the max he could out of those players and that team that he had. And it clearly wasn't enough. We couldn't even beat Dallas. And that's not even getting towards the real teams of the NFC when we talk about the Packers and the uh, Seattle Seahawks, who I think are only going to be stronger this year with Graham. So to catch up with those elite teams, I think we needed the shakeup we did. We'll see if we make any progress. My prediction is we take the division and we probably will win one playoff game. If everything goes perfectly, I think we could win 12 or 13 games and make a little run. But I don't want to get too crazy. That would be like really everything going our way. Bradford plays remarkably. The offensive line comes together and that defense is stronger, um, which is maybe just too much to ask for. We shall see. Uh, but it's been a great offseason. I mean, I think, I think it's a good time to be a Chip Kelly fan. How badly would he have to do for him to lose his job? Like you said, it may take him a year or two now to get the, the full team, the full Chip Kelly team together. Is he – how hot is his seat? How bad would he have to do, uh, do you think, to be fired? And do you oh, think I that's not even an option this year? I don't know if it's an option this year. I think next year. Um, again, he got, he's the GM basically. He has mm-hmm. full control over that team. So it doesn't produce results right away. I think I think 
unfortunately i think philly fans are gonna be like what in the world because it's such it feels so experimental it just feels so different than what we've ever seen and again he could be an absolute genius and six months now we're all like oh my gosh we're so lucky and everybody copies what he's doing or we could all be like what are we gonna do now and i think that's really what the air is and i think that's what the tension is if you're on the message boards and you're reading tweets from Philly writers, it's kind of one of those things where we're just like, we just don't know. I mean, we've seen um, how many seasons now of Chip Kelly, like two to three. I two. forget. Yeah, two. two seasons so far. And, you know, we've seen some of that kind of Oregon kind of speed, but not a lot. And I've actually, it's funny, I've actually seen Oregon play live and it's very, I mean, it is super fast. It is ridiculous mm-hmm. fast. And I'm not seeing that yet. And I'm wondering again, is this personnel going to be, you know, what he wants. It was so interesting to me when he's making all these moves and then there was this whole like nonsense talk about him trading up to get Mariota. And I'm like, why is he trading up? Why would he do that when we made all these moves to get Bradford in? So those are the kind of things I'm just kind of like, I'm just waiting to see where, where the pieces fall and what happens. Yeah, I completely agree. And you make a great point as we see the changes he's making. So just to be clear to the listeners of all the differences that he's really, what is the innovation that is Chip Kelly? I think people who don't read about him and don't follow him don't really know what he's doing. So there's, it's like a three pronged approach the way I see it of how he may change the league. One is the up tempo offense, right? He's running more plays than any other team has really in history. There's been a couple teams that have, have come close. Uh, Patriots are running at a very up, you know, fast clip, but nothing like what he's getting, how many plays he's getting per game, which requires the plays to be in the players to be in better shape and he's basically trying to outrun it's kind of in a soccer style um, like a South American soccer style to be faster and more running around to just tire out your opponents and then you have the sports science right which is him believing that if we take close monitor of all of the physical and uh, even emotional I guess attributes of our players and their sleep schedules and what they eat what goes in what goes out we can really guide them in their training and in the recoveries and that's proving to be very effective and then third i think is the whole idea that by running multiple plays the way he runs practice by having a bunch of different players doing things much faster than any other practice in the league he's getting more reps not only for the ones but for the twos and for the threes this has multiple benefits, one being that in a game, he can go deeper in his roster and have people really ready to play than most teams can. And then two, a really interesting angle is he believes this will bring in more uh, undrafted free agents and free agents because they believe they have a better chance to show off their skills and practice when they're working with Chip Kelly than on other teams. Other teams, you're a third or fourth wide receiver. You're not even, I'm saying third or fourth um, roster, you know, depth, actual full team, not the third or team person on the team, but like the fifth or sixth, I guess I'd say, wide receiver. You're not going to get many reps in practice, but Chip is offering that. So I think those, all those innovation things are proven and are working. The real question now is, as a GM, like you pointed out, can he do what a real GM can? Can he do all this magical stuff he's doing on the field, generating all these yards, generating all these points? Can he do that and then at the same time build a roster? Um, obviously, he did it in college. And like you said, it was working even more like clockwork than this one is. But can he do that? And I think it's a big question. I don't – I trust him. I I love LaShawn McCoy. I think Shady is amazing. He was one of my favorite players. I think he's the most skilled running back in the league. I also understand that he's not the type of player Chip is looking for. 
Um, I think he is looking for players that buy fully into this system, as I mentioned, all the things he's doing differently, which takes more effort from the players and requires more of them off the field than I think anyone else's program. And if you're not going to buy into that, no matter how big you are, he will get rid of you for the guys who will do that. And he believes that that culture is what's going to win. And I think he's right. And I think if you look at the dudes he's bringing in, they are choir boys. They work their butts off. They're going to be the first people in and the last people out. Even Tebow, who can't even play football properly, but at least he will give you everything. And clearly that's what he's going for. And we'll see if this works. But I think it's really interesting to watch as the Cowboys are literally signing criminals. We are signing choir boys. And we're going to see which direction these two franchises go. And I'll bet money that ours goes in a better direction than theirs does. Well, I I hope so. Um, Speaking of acquisitions, I think DeMarco Murray was definitely the biggest acquisition, in my opinion, of anybody in the league. Yes, I agree. And the best thing about it, right, is not only did you bring in a great downhill runner, but you steal him from your best rival. The fact, you know, the, the Dallas Cowboys have been 500 for several years before 2014 because they really didn't have a running game and they were putting everything on Romo's back and it's too much to ask. Now, they last year had this amazing running game. They were able to balance out their attack. Romo was protected. Their weak defense was protected. And they put up, you know, an incredible season. I think they're going to have more trouble this year. They're already, their running backs, all three of them are having physical trouble. They're injured. They're not practicing fully. Oh, I really am not thinking that that offensive line is going to do as well as people think it will. And I think we're going to have a great year. We'll see. Like I said, everyone's optimistic right now, right? Everybody sees all the best that can happen, and we really don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Before our interview, I saw Pierre Garçon from the Redskins drop a perfectly viable pass, like when he was five yards away from everybody else. So (laughs) the Redskins. I agree. We can all say, right, is not the team to be worried about. Oh man, I'm I yeah. I mean, until they figured out what's going on with Jay Gruden and RG three, if those two guys are going to be friends or not, that team has no chance. I don't think. Yeah, I'm not really worried about it. Speaking of divisional rivals, um, again, Cowboys obviously are huge. Do you think the Giants are going to be a pain in the butt this year? I I don't know. I have to give them respect. Obviously, Odell Beckham Jr. is completely legit, and you have you know I think he's an incredible weapon. I have to respect Eli Manning and Tom Coughlin. They both have won Super Bowls. These guys have beaten the vaunted you know uh, Patriots twice in the big game. I mean, nothing but respect. Though that's a good coach and that's a good quarterback, and I always think it's possible. Um, but I think that Spags is coming back to run that defense, which is awesome for Spags. He's a former Eagles coach, really love him. Um, but as he comes back, he doesn't have the stable of horses he used to have in the, in the um, pass rush department. And I think that's going to hurt him. And we're not going to be able to see that NASCAR style of um, getting after the quarterback that he used to be able to do. I mean, yes, his best pass rusher, JPP, had a major accident uh, on 4th of July and may, you know, we'll see what's happening with his hand. I think it's really interesting to see he was drafted we when we drafted Graham we could have had JPP and we took Graham instead and we've been blasted ever since then um, because JPP has obviously had a much better career all of a sudden we find ourselves in 2015 Graham is about to start for an ascending team and JPP just blew his hand off and is playing for a team that is in limbo to say the least and it's just fascinating to watch NFL careers and how things can shift within a year within an offseason up and down Um, I think Graham's going to be really good for us and like I said I respect the Giants but I don't I the person I'm looking at is Dallas we have to be better than Dallas and we have to be better than the Giants but I 
I mean, when the Giants won their Super Bowls, they were nine and seven. It's they've never been a juggernaut team. Um, you just always have to respect that they can come up and beat you from behind. All right, outside of our own division, what other matchups are you looking forward to? The big one is the Patriots. I mean, that's, I think, if you, we have a really, really nice um, uh, season this year. We don't travel much at all, which I don't think people realize how advantageous that is. But we don't travel, I don't think we travel anywhere west of the Mississippi, um, which really helps us. No West Coast games. It's always going to be short flights. Our guys are going to be pretty rested and fresh whenever they play. Um, the big team, if I look through the entire roster that I'm scared of, is the Patriots. We played them on December 6th. We played them in um, New England, and that's a really good team. And Brady's going to be back by then, and he's going to be very angry, I'm sure. And I think that that's probably our biggest challenge. Um, I love all the division games. It's great. We have an awesome lot in that we're playing the NFC South. I think that's one of the worst divisions in football. My my next fan-up guys are going to be really mad that I said that, but it's true. Um, They're just not that good, especially last year. I mean, obviously, the Falcons can be good, and the New Orleans Saints can be good, but we have to see it. Cam Newton's an incredible quarterback, but the Panthers never get it together. So I think we're really fortunate to be playing the teams we were playing. We're playing the Jets week three. There's a good chance Geno will not be there for that game. I mean, that's pretty much a gimme. Um, This is one of the reasons I feel very confident. I think we have a very light schedule. The Dolphins, I have respect there. The Lions have some nice um, challenges. The Cardinals... But really, by, I mean, if we're worried about Sam Bradford's health, can we really be sure Carson Palmer is going to be around in December 20th? Um, yeah, I mean, the Bills, we'll see. I mean, that's I love Rex Ryan. Like I said, his father, Buddy Ryan, made me a fan. But all I see as a fear with the Bills is that their defense could hurt us. Um, I'm excited to watch Shady Bryant behind a much inferior offensive line, and we'll see how much he, you know, he hates Chip Kelly and what his college offense, as LaShawn called it. Um, I think he's going to remiss us dearly. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, again, I'm looking forward to it a lot. Um, again, where can Galpal Nation find you? Uh, if you follow me at Sitco77 on Twitter, that's probably the best. Um, and then just also, I'm doing Next Fan Up. I'm going to be hosting every Sunday night show. So I'll be on Sunday nights as we close the week and kind of getting super fans to talk and argue about why their team lost or why their team won and was it a fair match, basically. Uh, so please, yeah, listen to all of our shows, which are Sunday and Thursdays. Uh, but yeah, that's the best way to follow me. Yeah, again, they are also on blogtalkradio.com. Um, you can find them very easily along with myself and my show. All the links to Mark and the Next Fan Up crew are in my show notes at blogtalkradio.com forward slash sportsgalpal or on sportsgalpal.com. Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal podcast. And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com.